Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be tackling on this week's episode? Ryan, on this week's episode, I asked the question, when do we realize we're doing the Britney Spears thing all over again? Kanye West, looking at you, and the Amazon rainforest might just have a future on this planet. Yes. What about you, Ryan? This week, I triggered Tyler's PTSD, but in a fun way, and we put our virtue signaling to the test. So let's see what that looks like. America is designed to induce apathy, Tyler. What do you think of that quote? It's pretty much a fact considering the way that our society goes about voting, at least the younger generation. Explain yourself, because if somebody hears that and you say it's pretty much a fact, I'm sure that could be an outrageous statement. I think that what's being presented to us uh, by in front of our eyes and our ears kind of proves that to be a fact, the way that people aren't participating in society anymore. And I'm, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I, I'm not coming down from on high on, on anybody. Yeah, you're just giving an I, observation. I absolutely have succumbed to uh, apathy so very often over the course of my life. Well, and it's something that I've had to fight my way out of. Couldn't somebody say that not unlike a next generation business, a third generation business, as people have grown up more and more comfortably, their work, you know, production goes down. You can almost show that through statistics. What if that could be said about us as a country? It's certainly, it certainly is something to consider, although I will also acknowledge that as our technology has gotten easier or has made life easier for us. And now we are having this precipitous fall with the way the economy is going and the way that the wealth disparity is larger than it's ever been. We've ne it's never been easier to been be alive while also simultaneously in certain respects, never been harder. Well, and that is very interesting because now it's kind of a causation kind of, is this happening just on accident or it going back to the original quote, was it designed to be this way? You and I have talked so many times on this show about Sigmund Freud's nephew, one Edward Bernays. Do Thanks you a lot, Dick. What did Edward Bernays specifically give to society? What did Other he than a delicious sauce, I would say <laughs> it was pretty much advertising, which was done in such a way to make it addictive as hell. Well, he believed in the Nazi idea which was not, hey, let's go ahead and let's kill people because it feels good. It is the idea that society is not smart enough to run itself. So we need to take over, like what, what Charles Manson wanted to do after the race war. Sure. We're going to be the only ones smart enough to take over here. And if some people have to die, that's fine. Edward Bernays believed exactly the same thing, minus the killing part. See, I believe that up until we get to... Now it's time for us to take over. I think society in a lot of ways are is very stupid. We see corruption and greed bring down civilizations across time. It has literally been proven that we, in so many respects, are too dumb to run ourselves, but that doesn't mean we should inflict our will on others because we believe that. Is corruption and greed in and of itself unintelligent or is it just immoral? I think it's inherent. And morality, as we've spoken about time and time again, is just a matter of perspective. Because I'm sure if you talk to somebody who is on the upper echelons of greed, they'll start giving you some bullshit about how, well, it's the the strong and the weak and the lion and the lamb, you know? And it's... it's I, I tend to agree with that, yeah. by the way. <laughs> That's what I'm if saying. If anybody needs any CEO positions filled out there, I am your man. <laughs> Not afraid to murder, by the way, in case that's a prerequisite. Throw another couple of those homeless people on the fire. Let's get this thing moving. And that's it. When we discuss immoralities, you can go from person to person to person, and you'll get a different answer every time. And a lot of people would say, that is just life. That is only the strongest survive. But that still doesn't mean that it was designed this way. Perhaps people would just say, that's the way that, that society would work out no matter what happens. But what Edward Bernays believed is that through consumerism, through this constant 
desire and need to come like keep one upping your outward situation mm-hmm. that they and a little bit of fluoride that people could be controlled that a lot people of could be worn down to just live on the day-to-day basis and uh you know watch the kardashians and just make it to tomorrow you know what i'm talking about for sure and there is something to be said about how i think most people just want to live their lives there's 8 billion of us on this planet my guess is guess that the majority of people just want to live They just want to raise families and have fun and enjoy themselves. And then you have the select few amongst us who go one of two ways. You have the select few who are just givers and they sacrifice themselves for others. Present. And and then you, where? (laughs) Where's that? And then you have somebody like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or, I mean, countless people, honestly, who will take that wealth and just be evil fucks with it wow what i mean what a a dispersion here at the beginning of the show i feel very strongly about people like that ryan if you want to waste another hour of your life you are in the right place (laughs) my name is ryan my name is tyler and we are those guys you waste Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show where anything can happen. It probably will. Tyler, how you doing today, brother? I was really hoping you weren't waiting for me to do something spectacular. I was a right pregnant there. pause and you failed, Tyler. <laughs> Just you and I looking at each other. Not great podcasting. No, no. Welcome to another episode, Tyler. You ready to go today? I am. I did not mention in the cold open that quote. You know where that quote is from? Mm-mm. Red Dead Redemption 2, Tyler. Ah. ah, that magnificent son of a bitch. Well written. Now, Tyler, I literally have so much. We are jam-packed on today's show, so we got to burn through it. Speaking of burn through it, Tyler, I got you something for session 142. I got something for the Menendez Mansion. You and I, we're going to party like it's 1999. Are you ready to take a present? Sure. I was, I believe, 12 in 1999, so my partying was pretty much limited to Pokemon cards. We're going to have to move it forward a little bit then because right. I think this would be illegal. Tell the audience what I got you. I, I haven't seen anything yet. It's a plastic bag. There's a bottle of some kind. I see it's bottle-shaped. If bottle-like. This is, bottle-like in consistency. If this is a giant dildo, I'm going to be very <laughs> upset. What's your expectations on giant? All right. It's definitely a bottle. What do we got, Tyler? No! <laughs> no! Oh, full circle! No! And Tyler, you know I've been having some anger no! issues recently, so we are all fired up. This is this goes the other way. What's the problem, Tyler? It's absinthe and a nice bottle it's, of absinthe. It's a beautiful bottle of Who absinthe. Who got this for you? Or a beautiful bottle of olive oil, depending upon if you're squinting or not. Am I right? It depends on how hard you drink it. Who... Got this for you. I bought it myself, Tyler. Do, 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 you, do you not <laughs> respect the rule of no more absinthe? I, we made the rule. I listened to a Stuff You Should Know on absinthe, and they clued me in on the idea that you could buy it in the States. And I went out, and I got myself a bottle. So whenever you're ready, I'm ready, Tyler. Now, I do have a new segment, and you and I, as I alluded to on the intro, are constantly virtue signaling am i right like we're just constantly trying to tell everybody how great we are and how moral we are we did it in the intro yeah yeah we are striving to better ourselves and one of our shortcomings i would say is the fact that we can't do it without letting everybody in the world know absolutely what is the point of giving to somebody if nobody knows about it it's like it didn't exist yeah it's like going to the gym did you really go if you don't tell everybody on social media tree falling in the forest with no one there to watch it am i right who gives a shit so i have designed a brand new segment where i have a real life situation with moral repercussions and i want to give it to you in the most extreme way possible are you ready uh the like, most extreme way possible worries me, but sure, let's do this. This segment is called Pop Quiz Hot Shot. My son and I ordered some shoes, some really expensive shoes from China, and they sent it to us, but they happened to send us three extra pairs. What do you do, Hot Shot? I ask what you, do you do? Wait, hold on. What do you do? I ask you what size they are. They're in our size. They sent us. What about my size? Nope. 
They sent us three. <laughs> Tyler, well, see, this is immoral. You're making it about you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Pop quiz hot shots always about me. I'm just kidding. Obviously, the the answer is if you're if you're looking for the highest possible or the best way to go about it morally, you you return them and say, hey, you guys sent me too many. Well, here is the thing. I'm doing this with my son, but the greedy side must be acknowledged, which I think any of us would feel in this moment. Let's talk it out. Yes. let's talk it out. Yes, my, my son is involved. My 14 year old son so this isn't just me by myself that has to be factored in i think your son being a part of it puts it easily over the top of let's return them now here's the thing i believe that he will be greatly disappointed i have already done some thinking about this and i what i think that i want to do is kind of put it on him in terms of what do you think man like here's what i'm wrestling with i i believe that if i'm to hold on to these shoes as cool as it would be they sent the same pair in his size and my size. My size is smaller, by the way. Mm. And uh, so it would be very cool. And I want to put kind of the onus on him and see what his thought process is. You know, he already thinks that if it's not rang out of my bank account, that we're going to keep them. That's a tough one because I would say you. we can already assume what his response is going to be. And I understand why which, you Which would- is what? Of let's say, let's hold on to them because but, when but, I was 14 years old, I, and this is an unfair assumption and, and, uh, he's, com- di- he's different than we definitely. W- were because definitely. I'm exposing him to all of this, uh, virtue signaling as uh, throughout his life. So For sure. He actually thinks it's real. I'm he's just like an idiot. <laughs> nice. Too much. That was too uh, much. Yeah. You're right. Sorry about that. I think of myself of my consumerism at the age of 14 and it, it's, it can be very difficult to overcome even as an adult so it's certainly understandable why at 14 years old, his immediate thought would be, hey, let, I mean, they sent it to us. It's now ours. Well, and here's where I'm landing. And you tell me what you think about it. I think I'm going to put the onus on him and really make him think this out. And even if he does end up with the idea of, hey, we should keep them, then I will offer to pay for them. And, and hopefully that in and of itself can be a lesson because I can't in good conscience just ostensibly steal these things sure. and, and, and still expect respect down the line so sometimes these things when the rubber meets the road it's not an easy thing to do but these shoes are probably pretty kick-ass tyler uh i and i bet but you are the one who bought them so you are the one in essence responsible for them so while i do respect your decision i would also challenge you or not challenge i would i would uh challenge me give you you think you're better than me (laughs) i would give you another perspective which is you can use this opportunity to immediately put your foot down not with him but saying hey no, this isn't the right thing to do. I'm going to return these because that's what we do. That's the type of people that we are. And I agree with that, but I believe, and this is just my my little parenting advice on the way out, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it almost works out better if you let them know your feelings and then put it on them sure. and say like, sure. hey, where do you stand with this? This is where I'm at. That's and, a great way to do and, it too. And I'm feeling really bad about this and I wonder what you think. Mm. And then, uh, you know. You're going to keep them, you little shit. Oh, my God. I have no son. But I do have a depression index. That you're going to say three pairs of new shoes. Oh, (laughs) it is unfortunate that God only gave me two feet. Am I right? What the depression index is, is a machine that I built with stolen shoes that fell off the back of a truck. And we crank it up every week to let you know how down we are, Tyler. Where is your mental health at this week? I got a bit of a curveball for you this week, Ryan. Hit me. For session 142, what do I say about 42? You hate it. My favorite number ever. It is ever. your favorite number. It's it, a, like the family's favorite number. It's weird. It's our house. What the <laughs> shit? What the shit? What's your problem? I'm trusting you guys with this information. Gonna, Please don't use that in an inappropriate way. There's going to be some bleeps 10 seconds ago. Here's the three <laughs> numbers on the back of my card. Uh, for this week, Ryan, I got quite the theme. I cannot trust you with any information. I got a curveball too, Tyler. Uh, what Session 142, microdosing. I have begun microdosing. You're a you're a druggie, Tyler. <laughs> Stop peddling your wares, you you shady fuck. What am I? That guy in the beginning of Aladdin who just shows Look up with you. his with his robe, like trying to offer you lamps you're and shit. You're all mixed up. You're all wacky, man. I, I am just telling you that this is my experience. I am not promoting that anyone do it. Although you should probably try it. It's microdosing amazing. what, Tyler? Meth. I don't think you can microdose meth. I am microdosing psilocybin, Ryan. And if you've ever heard that, that word evil. or not, that is the reactive chemical, the psychotropic chemical in magic mushrooms, which is grown out of cow poop, Ryan. 
Yes, that is true. And I'm sure to a lot of people, that would be a shocking thing to hear. Well, now you done heard it. So wow. when you hear it that? again in a party in the future date, you're going to uh, impress some people now, or, or weird them out. You don't worry about your bosses of jobs that you and I don't have hearing this and that being an issue? No, I do not. I I think the universe is on my side and, uh, and I am definitely, it's medication. I'm not getting any kind of effed up over this whatsoever. So, so what has your experience been? So this is medication for me. I'm not worried about it simply because I am not, this is no, there is zero inebriation that comes into play here. I'm not getting fucked up in the beginning of the day. Is it legal? No. (laughs) Now that's my issue, Tyler. But that's the, that's the thing is yes. Yes, it is illegal, but but is it wrong? I mean, if you want to fire me simply because of something that I'm doing that's uh, technically illegal but not immoral, then, I mean, what am I going to do? There's lots of people in so many different, and I'm doing a whataboutism, lots of people that smoke weed. Do you think they should be fired because they're smoking weed? I, of course not. I, I, I personally I'm do not. I'm speaking for you. Of course but, not. <laughs> I think they should be killed, Tyler. No, I, I don't, but I'm. I bet there's some... People at the top of big time businesses who do. I hope they don't hear this. I'm really scared. (laughs) That's it. I don't do that. Anybody out there? Jason, Robert, it's not me. Not me. What the? There's a lot of Jason and Roberts out there. Now you're just honing them in on our material. (laughs) (laughs) You've been flagged. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry. So it's been, it's been incredibly beneficial for me. I've really noticed a difference in my energy and just the way that I perceive things now, which is it's still all the same things in my brain, but it comes off a lot lighter now. It doesn't, I don't crush myself the way that I normally would. You and I talked, I I mean, I I probably would have been a little bit more careful had I known you're all types of fucking fucked up. I wasn't (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) No, but I talked about how now where I'm feeling this anxiety. And instead of getting caught in the, oh, this is gonna kind of go into my depression index, getting caught in these stories, I'm like, I'm having fun right now. Mm. These, This is a feeling of excitement. This is fun. I'm not gonna care about this in, in 30 minutes. Sure. This is fun no matter which way it goes. And I've had some incredible results. Well said. Yeah. So I uh, I recommend it responsibly to others looking to add a tool to their uh, mental health game, as it were. I, I am going to get in contact with Officer Bell from Dare in fifth grade. I'm going to talk to him. He's got to be retired at this point. One time he passed around a, a little baggie with a joint in it, and what? I'm like, this is wrong. I, I thought you were going to say, this smells delicious. No, we weren't in school. We ended up smoking it. It was a good time. Tell me where you're at, Tyler. Don't do that to him. This <laughs> week, this week I'm at Lascivious a- Lascivious man. I'm at a four, man. Spin One, window. two, three. Oh, oh, number four. Man, I'm telling on everybody this week. I'm sorry about that. He's a rat. Now, Tyler, I am doing another one of my terrible parables where I tell a story from my life and I explain a lesson that I have personally learned from it. And I hope that you can kind of add it to your life. Now, here's the problem. When I do these rehearsed things where I have an ending point, I suck at them. I come off so inorganic and it's when I do a depression index where I just put a a, a a sentence down and just let myself go on it, it feels right. With these, they always come off so staccato. They never come off the way that I want them to. And, and I, I hope that over time I can just keep getting better at it. What about a healthy balance between the two where you're not reading a full paragraph, you just give yourself bullet points? It's not just that. It is when I'm doing something with a parable, a parable comes with a sticking point comes with an ending in organic and that comes off a bit inauthentic sometimes. Mm. And I'm just telling you that these are, and hopefully you will back me up here. These are things that I'm really doing in my real life. They really mean something to me. I'm just not trying to come up with something so that I can sound wise on the radio. This is really how I'm living my life. So Tyler, do you remember this? I'm going to throw it over to you. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, what would Ryan do bracelets? Do you remember? Because there's only a certain level of arrogance that you have to reach <laughs> before you start wearing a bracelet and, with your own name on it. And wait a minute. Before you say any more about that bracelet, this was a bracelet that I came up with at a time in the show where it was all ego, where it was me just trying to have fun and trying to uh, freak you out. Recall yeah, that? I do. I now, do. Now, here is Pretty sturdy bracelet. where the parable comes in. Much like I was talking about before, where I find myself, let's use the gym because that's where I, I, I do so much of this thinking. 
I find myself not reacting to what's happening in front of me, not reacting to the stimuli of what's actually going on in the world. I find myself reacting to the story that I'm telling myself about it. Mm -hmm. A glance, uh, a comment, all of these things. It's not what just happened. It's what does that mean about me? Where? What does that mean in terms of where I stand in this world? Do you understand what I'm saying? To a certain degree, sure. And, and almost that I find myself thinking of how do I react in this story to get to where I want to go, to make this person think this about me, or to what 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 would be um, a confident thing to do here, or however you interpret it? Does does are you still tracking with me? Here? I am, I am. Where you're thinking about your behavior instead of just be behaving, instead of just being. Thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, what would Ryan do has an entirely different meaning. If I wasn't trying to get something out of this, if I wasn't trying to manipulate the situation, if I wasn't reacting to anxiety, what would I do? Mm -hmm. This would be fun right now. Why am I so scared? Why am I feeling fight or flight? What is happening where my life is in danger? The answer is nothing. Other than that guy chasing you with that Other knife. Other than that guy, but he happens to be a culinary expert and he's my personal chef, Tyler. So that's Ryan, fine. come back. You need to eat the salad. <laughs> Help me with my floppy hat. So I, I'm telling you, it sounds stupid, and it was a monument to my own ego. And now, in some sort of way, it is me reacting as naturally and as organic as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. What would Ryan do? This isn't a big deal. You don't have to react to this story. It may not even exist. Do you want to talk about the back part of this bracelet? Well, you have to put two things on there. There's no point in just leaving it uh, Well, you empty. don't you don't have to. I, I, I just put whatever came to mind. Sure, sure. Oh, that makes it better, what? does it? What, what does it say? The I back forget. of the bracelet says, always rehearse before you call 911. I, I understand in retrospect how that could come off the wrong way. This week, I am, I mean, Tyler, I've said this a thousand times on this show. Yeah. I got a lot of shit going on right now. Mm -hmm. And... That's not new. That's something that's been going on for my 40 years on this planet. What is new is that I am backing myself up. I'm not allowing myself to just go to these really dark places. I am at a three this week, Tyler. One, two, three. And that is Depression Index. How about that, Tyler? How about that? I know you have good, the bad, the interesting this week, but I know you also have another segment. Let's go ahead and get to it because I want to know who done stepped in it this week. What do you got for me, dog? Ryan, for this week's, ooh, <clears throat> both Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. Why? What's going on with them? Are they fine? Both. They are not fine, Ryan. Both for being anti-Semitic. Kyrie having just recently his Nike deal suspended, which is... I didn't hear about that. No small thing. And issuing an apology just a few days after saying he wouldn't back down. He, Once the money comes calling, he backed down. And, and that's the thing. No matter how independent of a thinker you are, this kind of proves you're a cog in this machine, man. Like you... There have been legends who have st stood up to it. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you're willing to make the actual sacrifice, if you're willing to walk away from all that money, and that is not an easy thing to do. Harder and harder as time goes absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah. But to be so strident in your belief and then just a couple days later do the opposite, it's a bad look. Well, here's the thing. I like the idea of people standing up for what they believe in. Definitely. And, and I believe in people being able to express themselves. Now, when you get to not being able to directly condemn anti-Semitism, I, I want for you to be able to express that if that's how you feel, but I don't think there should be any tolerance for that either. Definitely. And, and that's the whole thing. Uh, also, Kanye, as I mentioned, Kanye losing his billionaire status due to everyone dropping him and being shunned by a pretty big portion of society. There will always be those that support, as a matter of fact, those that will support people like this because they are this way. I've met some of those people recently. And that they support them because they are negative or maybe even a little bigoted? Not that, because mm. generally speaking, bigots kind of, if they're smart, keep it quiet. Sure, you know right? what I at mean? least they used to. They Yes, you're yeah. right. Those tiki torches are just, they draw me like a moth, Tyler. <laughs> they look so good. They, and you, you put it with the polo. <laughs> I mean, you are popping. 
You but, first you first go to the rally, you go to dinner right after. You're good to go for the night. You know what? I mean, if it's after Labor Day, you can wear something white. We don't care. Now, the people that I was discussing this with happen to be black. And when you tell me that the black community looks, I'll tell you exactly what they said. Hey, this guy was dropped by his bank for whatever reason. That's what they were talking about. Talking about Kanye, Kanye West? immediately. So, something along those lines. I didn't get too involved because I'm scared in these waters. Sure. And they said... With Jeffrey Epstein, these things were proven, and he was going through the whole legal battle, and his bank stayed with him for years and years and years. I mean, yeah. Now, the fact of the matter is, while not agreeing with anything that Kanye did, while not agreeing with some of this Kyrie stuff, where I think it's a little bit different, the two things, Sure, I understand the black community being like, hey, this isn't fair. You know what I mean? Not, not specifically in this case, but just being treated differently. Those are the waters that I don't want to wade in because that's true. Absolutely. And that right there is a conversation all on its own. Sure. Absolutely. Because right. right. that plays into these things. But these things can also stand alone in that we cannot support the people who are acting like this. You're absolutely right. It's yeah. where the, the conversation gets changed to something entirely different. And we're not talking about what the original thing was. For sure. Which is anti-Semitism. Mm -hmm. Not so great. Remember, kids, it never pays to be hateful. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you considered that for a second. Very nice, Tyler. Very Can nice. Can I make a career in hate? <laughs> I mean, I very recently <laughs> asked you if I could sexually pleasure an animal. I'm not beyond anything. And the answer was no. We decided no. And I'm not going to. Which he fought against very hard. <laughs> like a wildcat. <laughs> Let's do weekly book nook. Book. Weekly book nook is a segment we do not weekly and it's very rarely about a book but today it is tyler today Ooh. i'm reviewing a book called what if serious scientific answers to absurd hypothetical questions oh man have I've, you heard of this i think i have read a couple excerpts from this book and it is excellent where it tyler. takes totally arbitrary is this the one word asked if our solar system became soup immediately and what the ramifications physics, would be the physical ramifications for our solar system. If uh, all the vacuum was exchanged for soup for soup, <laughs> the gentleman who wrote this is named Randall Monroe. He okay. is an, uh, an E artist, like a cartoonist. He does a, okay. a web comic. Sure. I don't understand new or old media. I was going to say that questioning look you had on your face <laughs> kind of gave it away. Tyler, Are these actual terms that I'm using? And the audiobook, which I'm listening to, was read by Will Wheaton, who... I love him as yeah, a narrator. Nails it. Yeah. I mean, he nails it. It's yeah. quirky. It's fun. So what they do is they, as the title describes, they ask absurd hypothetical questions that could never be answered and respond to it with extremely well-researched math. I Incredible. Love it. Who knows if he's right? Who knows if he's wrong? But damn, did he put some time into this? It's not the same thing, but this makes me think of when they do the sports science where they will tell you the the, the velocity and the math on how it takes to catch this ball and exactly whatnot. Right. Like what you could be telling me right now could be totally false. I would have no idea. But at least you went through explaining to me how you would come. Let's say the numbers aren't right. This is how you got to that. Sure. And it's written so whimsically and so much fun. So Definitely. here's three questions amongst, there's got to be, you know, dozens and dozens on there. How far would you have to go upwards to drop a steak and it hit the ground fully cooked? <laughs> I love that. What if oh. everyone only had one soulmate? That one's very depressing. The math on that is a sad thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Point zero 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 one percent you ever meet the true uh, person sure. for you. There's so many little intricacies to it. And how fast can you hit a speed bump while driving and live? So they go through <laughs> I this imagine it's not that fast. myriad of topics, and they respond with this impeccable science and math and humor. And I would greatly recommend it. It's, mm. a, it's a great listen. I'm sure it's a great read. And, I might uh, have to check that out. That's what if. That is Weekly Book Nook. Weekly Book Nook. Which you did not set me up for, by the way. You just exited without asking if I had one. Because you, again, this week, did one without setting me up. Wait a minute. Me up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
I did not ask if you had one, Tyler. Don't care. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come no, back. No, I'm doing my weekly book nook. I don't give a shit. Wow. I'm doing my weekly book nook. It's really blew What's up in my face. What's your deal? You're really being a douchebag right now. Really broke up in my face here, Tyler. Go for it. Not to break up in your face. <laughs> Ryan, for this week's weekly book nook, I'm going to go the show Metalocalypse. Have you ever heard of it? It's on Adult Swim? It used to be, yes. Okay. Back in the uh, mid-2000s, which was a very odd time because we had just left the 90s. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. I, f- I still feel somewhere in that in that vacuum. That's fair. Well, it is a show about the biggest band on Earth, which is a band called Death Clock, which they are a metal band, and they are so popular that no matter what they do, no matter where they go, they topple economies just by performing. Really? It is fantastic, and everything they do, as you can imagine, is super brutal. So there's lots of gore in the show, and they... and. Really, all of them are dopes. Okay. And everything just happens to work out for them because they're dopes. Okay. And I like it. It's it, like Scooby-Doo. Uh, kind of, but way, way gorier. Okay. So I, I really uh, highly suggest it, but you got to have a um, a certain mindset going into it. So wait a minute. So it's like Scooby-Doo, but at the end when they ripped the mask off the bad guy, that wasn't a mask. It was his actual face. No, it's not Scooby-Doo so much as where they tried to solve mysteries. Ruh-roh. It's more family guy, but instead of just a goofy family that does hijinks with each other, they like murder people and, I, and perform hardcore metal. I always kind of avoided it, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I would say check out just the first episode and you'll kind of know what you're getting what into. What is it, Hulu? On HBO. Oh, okay. Mm. I don't have that. I'm poor. Oh, wow. Let's go to break. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up. So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys all right tyler i'm just gonna throw this at you as we we go for a little break i know more about physics than isaac newton ever did you hate uh, I'm going to say, no, you don't. Of course I do. No, you don't. He didn't even know what a freaking atom was, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I went to school with an atom. What's an atom? Uh, an atom is just the, it's, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I don't have to prove myself it's, to you. That's a weird, surprising news. Weird example to go to. That's not, that's not how conversations work. It's not a test. This isn't tests, my Haitian. This is a conversation. You're being a dick. Those guys you hate. Guys you hate. Guys you can't even get this thing on my arm. Red circle. You've just gotten so muscular. You're just so muscular. Deal. I'm veiny, Tyler. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Why not? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and yeah. we're back, buddy. Yeah. Welcome. We just got a little NFL action. I love doing these things on Sunday. Just having football on in the background just lends a vibe. I. I there's something about a football Sunday that I love. Yeah, we really are squeezing everything in today for whatever reason. Busy weekend, Ryan. This was a crazy weekend, wasn't it? Busy weekend. All right, Tyler. I mentioned it in the pregame, and it is time for another Hear Ye, Hear Ye. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Hear ye, hear ye. We're just getting better and better at that, Tyler. Really nailing that 
Please tell them what a hear ye hear ye is, Tyler, if they didn't listen to the pregame. Why are you still here if you can't listen that well? You, you, We set rules for your life. Oh, that's right. The pregame comes after. So this is your first time here. I was this. waiting to tell you, but hey, that's okay. How you doing, guys? Come on in. Don't worry. I love you. Pre, uh, the hear ye hear ye is where we set rules for your life because you can't govern yourselves. You can't be trusted. Yep. You're not responsible enough. So we set these ground rules to make your life better. You are our flock. We are the shepherd. And what we are handing down from the mountaintop today is... From now on, the game that everybody plays that always leaves the participants disappointed. Hey, you know who you look like? No more of that. Stop telling people who they look like. Have you ever had one of these experiences, Tyler? Uh, I used to. I'm hesitant to say so because I'm embarrassed, <laughs> but I used to back in the day, and it, it was a compliment. What's that? I don't want to say it. Who was it? There, I was much thinner and I was much younger and I had a wispier <laughs> facial hair. Tyler, they used to tell me that I look like Orlando Bloom. Your, your which, body language. Which, it, which I do not anymore. Is not betraying any sort of insecurity on your part. Tyler, you're very handsome. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they used to tell me, I, I've gotten that before that I look like Orlando Bloom. And anytime they told me, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But well, that's just me being hard on myself. Two different things. Number one, you need to. Learn to accept compliments better. I really do. Number two, you are getting one of the rarely good ones because normally That's what I'm saying. somebody thinks they're saying something nice, but the other person doesn't feel the same way about that person. If it, I get another, hey, you know, you look like Dave Matthews. I'm going to punch you in the face. Hey, you know, you look like Jeremy Piven. How about I kick you in the dick? <laughs> what about the deep from the boys? I feel good about that one. Really? Yeah, that one. Now, listen, what? I don't like his character the, is such a shithead. He's terrible. <laughs> he may or may not have fucked an octopus. He's definitely a Scientologist, but he's handsome. So I'm into it. Is he a Oh, he's a Scientologist I on mean, the show. Yeah, in their right. version Very of good. it. Sure. Love that show. It's good. And that is Hear You Hear You. <laughs> no more of that shit. It's never as good as you think it is. It's insulting. Hurt Felix Hurt. You know that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, give me your bi-weekly segment, G to the B to the mother bleep and I. The good, bad, and the interesting, guys, is when I pick three stories from the week, a good, a bad, and the interesting, and uh, hope that they follow those traits you tell me. Ryan, for our good this week... Wow. Well, actually, the good this week is a tie, so I'm going to leave it up to your discretion to tell me which one you is prefer. Is it like a bolo tie? No, Ryan. Do you know what a bolo tie no. is? Yeah, those Native American ties were just a wire with a jewel in the center. Generally a sapphire. Sure. Yep. How does that further along this conversation? I love a bolo tie. No, you do not. I, I do love a bolo. I, I don't want to wear one. You've never worn oh, one. No, you look like an asshole, but I think it's awesome. <laughs> I support your rights. First story, Ryan. <laughs> oh. Brazil. Okay. You heard of it? Sure. Uh, it's not bolo tie related, but yeah, I've heard of it. It's a country. <laughs> there are things outside of bolo ties, Ryan. <laughs> not in my life. Uh, Brazil, where most of the Amazon falls. Do I have that right? I'm, I'm just lobbing out a fact. It is the world's fifth largest country and home huh. to the majority of the Amazon rainforest. The Earth's lungs. Yeah, that's what it has been called. Well, their elections have just ended and a new president is about to be sworn in. Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva has won. Okay. Well, this is in the good, so I'm, I'm feeling like this may be a good thing. I was hoping you'd give me a nailed it, but we can move on. Oh, forgive Admittedly, me. my knowledge on Brazilian politics is, let's be honest, non-existent. Really? But he has promised to combat the destruction of the Amazon rainforest, which is right now at a 15-year high, as wow. you can imagine. And he is willing to invite international cooperation to help preserve said rainforest now how did this is a fair election this is they they're they're i don't know a lot about south american governments and but I, I can do a week in review but i have read that they have some of the most stringent electoral policies on earth really and they are some of the most accurate elections in the world if you don't mind mentioning a little bit of this to Venezuela, we would greatly appreciate it. Oh, Venezuela's heard. They just don't give a ah, shit. <laughs> damn it. Your mano. Uh, that yeah. is, Tyler, that is great. I, I see this, the, the destruction of the Amazon as being such a, 
a foundational Jenga piece that you're pulling out that has just given our whole world the leanie weenie, Tyler. For sure. It's the canary in the coal mine. You know, Absolutely. it's how much are we, how far deep are we willing to go in here before we realize we're about to be caved in on? You know? I, I'm, I'm super excited. That's a, that's some, some good news amiss some general bad news from Mother Earth. Very. I feel like a Brazilianaire. Sure, Ryan. That's not helpful. I apologize. I, I'm I'm giving verve. I'm giving excitement. Well, thank God we have a second good story to talk about, Ryan. Really? The second story in our good is just Schadenfreude. Revel with me, Ryan. Revel with me, Ryan. Meta, previously known as Facebook, okay, has lost seven hundred billion dollars in value in just the last year. What What happened there? Are people just like when when they did that whole transition? People were just like. Nah. No, people are still using it. It's the amount of money that they are pouring into this metaverse thing where Wall Street is, is, and I don't know that much about stocks, but I've read Wall Street is just seeing it as a clusterfuck. Really? Yeah. They just sink, they keep sinking billions and billions and billions of dollars in, and there's no profit on it whatsoever. Do they have billions to give up at that rate? Uh, abs- uh, up to a certain point, I sure. would imagine. I mean, sure. yeah, they generate a lot of money. Now, my question is... I'm sure that this guy feels like he's always bet on himself and he's always come up pretty damn big. Sure. I'm sure he feels like that is going to be the case here. And everybody who's a genius was laughed at in their time. And one day I'll show all you little underlings. I'll crush you under my heel. Absolutely. I mean, if he was capable of emotion, human emotion, I'm sure he would feel something along those lines. You're being mean. I am. Uh, But... I mean, is it is it fair to? Well, never mind. I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, if we're lucky, Ryan, we could be send, seeing the end of uh, Facebook's monopoly. But maybe that's just wishful thinking. Only time will tell. Does Facebook have a monopoly when you have Twitter, when you have TikTok, when you have? And, and I'm asking a real question because I don't understand these things. We can review. We can review. Bad, Ryan. Where's the sounds? Not, it's it's offline, and I don't want to mess with this again. I got you. Bad, Ryan. Let's do it. And not you. You're not bad. You're good. Thank, is it because I peed on the carpet? You're good. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. As we, I'll rub my nose in it just in case. <laughs> As we steadily careen towards our not-so-much-cyberpunk, more-dystopia future, it can sometimes be difficult to tell just how fast that cliff is coming at us. Thankfully, every so often on this one-way ticket to nihilism and anarchy, small reminders are dropped on our head just to make sure we don't get too hopeful, Ryan. Okay, good. I'm glad that all of that has been put a stop to. <laughs> On Thursday, 500 lighted drones took to the sky. 500 lighted drones, okay. And lit up the Manhattan skyline to show an ad for Candy Crush, Ryan. Candy Crush blocked the Manhattan skyline, lit up the Manhattan skyline, excuse me, to promote an app. Isn't this Kind of the plot from Spider-Man Far From Home. Wasn't this what Jake Gyllenhaal was doing? Do I have that right? I don't think they can uh, distort reality around us just yet. (laughs) But if you had a problem with light pollution, just wait until we start shooting lights into the fucking sky. You think that just not owning a TV or cell phone can stop you from being advertised (laughs) to? I dare you not to look up. We'll come find you. That's right. (laughs) Edward Bernays is doing a little jig in his coffin. So, yeah, that's... um. That's, I, that's our future. I'm going to need to see a... I actually have one, but I didn't upload it, unfortunately. No, it's okay. I, I, I just want to see what that looks like. So each drone is projecting a little piece of the... It's just a light. And then it's like fireworks that make a symbol. It's just each light is an individual dot in the sky. The, the drone, there's 500 of them, uh, are just situated in a way. It's like an LED screen. Exactly. Now, my question to you is, you've seen the video. Is it cool looking? I've seen photos. I refused to watch the video just in my own little protest. Weird stance. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucked up. I'm going to watch the video. I'll tell you what I think. There you go, Ryan. It's kind of awesome, Tyler. No, it is not. Tell the people what you're looking at. Why is that so? Okay, what I'm looking at is like the main character. It's some just standard white woman who looks kind of like a- What? She is white. Standard white woman? Yeah, they're all very similar to me. First of all, it's more of an animal creature. It smells like mayonnaise. It's sick. 
And second of all, the skin color is literally white. You don't know this character? I, of course I know this character. I'm just pushing ag back against your stereotypical white guy attitude. She is white. The character herself is white. I'm not making that assumption from anyway, looking at- Anyway, moving on. It's not all about race with you, Tyler. <laughs> it is. It's I gotta always. tell you, I mean, I think it's imaginative. I think it's kind of cool. Now, the implications of it, not great. That's what I'm talking about. Sure, I understand that. It is Orwellian in nature, but nobody told me Orwell was going to be so kick-ass. I mean, I'll, I'll buy the screen myself, Tyler. I, I didn't realize. And on to our interesting Ryan. I really thought I was going to have a kindred spirit in you fighting against this, but you're talking about just how cool it is. You're, you're making it hard to agree with you, Tyler. You're making it very tough. No, 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 no. You just don't want to agree with me, Ryan. It, it is all those lights, almost like, uh, what was the name of that... Uh, night bright where you would stick pegs into a black sure. surface yeah. and they would all light up that specific color that's exactly what it looks like very detailed and that picture with the manhattan uh skyline in it is is very pretty well just more and more lights are going to be showing up in the sky and that manhattan skyline not going to be there anymore i can't believe not that, that way i can't believe that you did three goods this week tyler this is incredible Things are getting better out there. Why do you hate me? There's a lot of reasons. And for our interesting Ryan. I've got balls of steel. The book Kyrie Irving tweeted in promotion of Hebrews to Negroes. Book. <laughs> wake up, wake up black America. Not just anti-Semitic, but just all kinds of hateful. Did you do any sort of review of it? I did not. Okay. I did not. I, I read up some of the quotes and all that kind of stuff. But uh, since he has tweeted of it, has become a bestseller on both Amazon and Apple. I was thinking about that while all of this was going on. And I was thinking... You can't buy this kind of press. Nope. This is that, uh, you know, two girls, one cup, uh, third rail kind of thing that just shoots you to the top or the bottom, depending on which one we're talking about. And totally ironic, but not all that uh, crazy to think about. Kyrie never read the book, never watched the movie. Just tweeted it out, didn't know anything about it. Do you think it was the title? Because <laughs> from Hebrews to Negroes, that's it's it's got a hook to it. Sure. It's, it's fun to say. Sure, but I mean, if I you do have, it in a room by myself, but it, it's fun. <laughs> If you have 4.8 million people listening to every word you put out, you at least got to know what you're tweeting out, I would think, but I guess not. I think that so much of this is about building up an identity. It's the way that when we were kids, you would quote things that you didn't know anything about, or you would stand up for issues that you only had a marginal idea on because you liked the way that it presented. I remember when I was in middle school, I was all about anarchy. Anarchy. I was a punk rocker. Anarchy. I would die in anarchy in yeah. seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, you'd be feasted upon. The moment that my microwave doesn't work anymore, I'm dead. Like, I'm supposed to eat a cold Hot Pocket? You're I showing, die. You're showing your age. You didn't go to Wi-Fi or computer. You went right to microwave. I don't know how <laughs> fire works, Tyler. I'm just saying that it seems like it's all image building where it is. It doesn't matter whether or not I know the information. I'll just tell you about it. But if the, if what you're promoting and what you're putting out to, again, we need to be respect the fact that you are have 4.8 million people who are going to see this, you have to know that there's harm that can be done here and will be done here. I believe that his apology here at the very end suggests that had he known where this was going to go, he wouldn't have done it in the first place. I'm sure when he tweeted that out, I don't, I don't have Twitter. I don't follow Kyrie Irving. I'm sure if you went down the laundry list of what Kyrie has tweeted out over time, I'm sure some of it's wacky. This one just falls into hateful wacky. For sure. And that's the the line that we just can't allow to be crossed. And if it is, we need to call it out. I agree. Yep. Oh, I, 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 in a lot of ways, feel bad for him in particular because I believe that he is in some way, like, like you're saying, he doesn't really know what he's doing, but he knows that it's upsetting people and he wouldn't back down for way too long. Just a couple days, Ryan. But, but I'm just saying, what we talk about on the show all the time is where we've grown so much is just being like, hey, we made a mistake. That's a pretty positive character trait for a human being. Definitely, but we never started out at, at hateful. It's very difficult when you have arrived at hatred for another group or another whatever. It's very hard for those kind of people to look inward and go, am I the problem? Well, and I'm sure people being a child star and going through going through the NBA and not just that, being at the top of the NBA, I'm sure that also distorts your prism even further. Definitely. We all need to take responsibility for our actions, Ryan. Especially you, Kanye. And that's what we were just talking about, Kyrie. Yeah, same guy. GBI. Really. I mean, weird time to have two anti-Semitic things going on at the same time, right? 
Bad timing. Not really, because it's been going on forever, Ryan. People, hateful people really love hating Jewish people for whatever the reason. Jewish people, the world scapegoat since the beginning of time. I think black people would like to have a word. Uh, but I think... And women. Yeah, I mean, man, all those groups have gotten fucked up. Is our comeuppance coming? Any, anybody <laughs> who isn't a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant has had a rough go at it, Tyler. It's, it's hard to break down which pie slice goes to who. It's been a None of them. All the pie goes to me. I'm white. That's exactly right. And I'll get you another piece if you want it. Tyler, Justin Timberlake's Cry Me a River. You heard of it? Uh, I did. It's a good song. I like it. It is a good song. But unfortunately, that's not a workout banger. It's not a workout banger, man. Too slow? Great song. Just It just wasn't working. Now, I had a thought. You are back in the gym. Is that correct? That is correct. Is it time that we try out my theory on whether or not some of these are workout bangers? What if I send you to the gym? Your homework this week is to try out one song that I have said is a workout banger. Are you willing to give it a shot? I would happily do that. For All you. you have to do is just put it on, give it a go, and see if it sparks anything in Ooh, you. Oh, that sounds like a lot How of work. How about Splish Splash? I, I, I said that that is a workout banger, and it is. The Splish Splash? <laughs> That's a workout banger. That's a workout banger. Let's give it a go this week. Tyler. The problem with Splish Splash is that if I'm not mistaken, and maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but they used that song a lot in commercials as a kid for like water balloons and water slides and Did all they? that kind of stuff. I think so. I think that needs a weekend review. But that one to me denotes uh, commercialism, Ryan, and I won't stand for what it. What gets your juices flowing faster than the idea of being a kid with a handful of water balloons, right? It's Ma- a good time. Mom's catching one in the ear if she's outside. Am I right about this? No, you're just angry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She knows what she did. Tyler, great job this week, man. Tell you too, me, buddy. Uh, tell me how you felt about it. I I, I forgot where I was going there. Uh, is oh, tell the people how we can get in contact with That's them. And the one they can Tyler. get in contact with us. I guess we can't contact you. Uh, go to thoseguysyouhate.com and click on the links and subscribe on all your screens and click the voicemail button and you can email us at podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com if you have any fun little things to say, Ryan. Thank you so much. This hey, was a lot of fun. Absolutely, Tyler. We love you guys so much, you pieces of bleep. We do. Tyler, what's the moral of the story, player? Ryan, the moral of the story is that, oh boy, it is a fine line I walk because I really don't want to carry hate and even dislike in my heart. That doesn't do anything good for me, but it is- I prefer pity. It is- it, I'm, what? Ser- I'm serious. Pity. Oh, pity. F- I thought you meant for yourself. Pity. Excuse me. Well, I'll take some of that too if you got any lying around. But yeah, instead of being mad at somebody, I'm trying to understand where this is coming from and, you know, hurt people, hurt people kind of a thing. Very much so. But I, so I walk this fine line and I'm trying to be patient with myself because I don't want to hate. But I, I also would be lying if I said when I watch Mark Zuckerberg you know, fall from the very top, tippy top, tippy whippy top. It's a long fall, Tyler. He's got a while to go. Of that mountain. Well, maybe he'll have some time to contemplate while he traverses to his death. (laughs) Terminal velocity (laughs) will do that to you. And so I don't want to feel this, or not that I don't want to, it's a part of who I am, but I also want to be better and heal past it, but also acknowledge that I want to see him fail so miserably. Comeuppance is a tough one because you don't want to see somebody get hurt. You don't want to see something bad happen to somebody's family, but... It is nice to see somebody learn a lesson when you disagree with them. I don't know if that's bad for your for your chi or not, but it is a human trait. But that's it. I would love for him to learn a lesson. I don't know if he's learning a lesson. I don't even think he is capable of learning a lesson at this uh, of because of where he is. It's like I look at Jeff Bezos. Is this man even mentally capable of being aware of the harm that he's causing? I wonder that once you get that high up, if you're so protected from all of that static that, yeah, sometimes I think that you may be closed off to it. That's what I'm wondering and not realizing you're actually an evil piece of garbage. I don't feel comfortable with that, but that's okay. I do. Jeff Bezos, you're an evil piece of garbage. There you go. So for my versions of plenty, my moral of the story is, is that we shouldn't carry these things around with us, but get it out on a podcast. Be patient with yourself. Yeah, I did. 10% 10% entertainment, 90% just getting that shit out. So yeah, that's my moral of the story. Ryan, what's yours? We're drinking absinthe, Tyler. My moral of the story is you and I- Both we, of these morals are bad. We have had <laughs> some crazy nights 
in uh, in Barcelona on absinthe. We have excommunicadoed absinthe, you Ryan. You did. Uh, what happened was there was a big fight. You agreed to between, it. Well, I said that just You to, signed the treaty. I just needed Michael to stop <laughs> drinking absinthe. I was willing to say anything at that point. Mikey Menendez, our oldest brother, he did not react well to it. No, he did not. <laughs> it did not go well. And so uh, it's a different kind of drunk. Did you know? No hallucinogenic properties. Never has been. It yeah, just I, gets you really drunk. Yeah, yeah. A really angry drunk, or is that Not just true. us? It's just us, Tyler. Oh, yeah. And so uh, Tyler and I, we're going to party with it maybe sometime this week, and you'll be hearing about it next time. We are those guys you hate. <laughs> be kind and help us. <laughs> <laughs> You're still not in the stream of Renus. Yes, I oh, wait. Not up I, in mind, dog. Hold on. Hold on hold I mean, on. I got the big I'm, panoramic, I'm so coming. I'm not there that upset, but. There we go. Panoramic at the disco. You yes. know what I'm talking about? So Ryan and I actually just got a message that we are going to be meeting a brand new cousin that we've never met before. And tell him what I said. He said he has too many cousins, <laughs> and he made this sound. Huh? Eh. I love that it. That was the sound. That I love it. it. I <laughs> love that guy's vibe. He just does it for me. Which guy? Me. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I want to be like him when I grow up. You love your own scent, basically. I, oh, I really do. I think that's one of my real problems. That's my Tyler. fault. I should, wait, why am I still not? I'm attracted to my own pheromones. Well, go on. Do the show. I'll figure the, the, the camera comes. Oh, there we are. There we are. You done did it, Tyler. <sighs> Tyler, I... Uh, I, I, what I was saying, because you and I have already recorded this once and you fucked it up. So let's go ahead and address that now. You fucked it up. You fucked it up. And, and this is a show where we take accountability. We, we, we are a unit. You fucked it up. You fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a real unit. So what I had mentioned before is per podcast, the way that it goes is you sit down and you hash out some things that you wouldn't normally in real life. Normally, you and I wouldn't sit for an hour and a half and talk about things to this depth. You and I will, of course, have conversations, but it doesn't go in the string that a podcast would normally. Yeah, we don't try to pick each other's brains every time we pass each other in the hallway. Agreed. It would drive me mad, Tyler, and I would throttle you in your sleep. Plus, you're so very often in the middle of a conversation with yourself, I would feel rude interrupting that. <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> So what I, I find myself very often kind of pondering what we've chatted about. Sometimes it just ruminates with me. And I was thinking about what happened last week. Last week, I discussed kind of the allegory of getting stuck behind somebody in a right turn lane where they're going straight. And it's the only single lonesome car there. And they park in the right turn lane. You're trying to go right and dealing with that frustration. Do yes. you recall? I do recall that, and then I remembered uh, you saying that it's not so bad in the grand scheme of things to go around them into the middle lane and then making a right turn past them. As and long as you're very careful. Correct. You, they're not expecting it, so you've got to be extra careful. And I said that the society just has to accept that because it's either making a right turn from the middle lane or murdering that person, and I think sure. the, the former is a little bit better... Uh, Overall, I like the visual of pulling someone out of their window mm. as if they're being birthed and just punching them one good time in the ear. Yeah, I mean, my brain immediately goes to Mad Max style, just using my vehicle as the weapon. But then I just realize my vehicle is not set up for that sort of thing. And then you tie them onto the front with their arms behind them like one of the maidens on a ship. He's my blood bag. I love it. <laughs> that is a handsome blood bag, can I say? So I did my thing. Like I say so many things on here. The fact of the matter is, and you are privy to this. These aren't just stories that I tell on here. These are actual scientific experiments that I'm running on myself at all times. I really mean the things that I say on here. I'm actually doing these things. It's just they always come off as bullshit. Well, you're the first creature in history to be the rat in a maze, but the maze was designed by you. That is not true. I will tell you, I bet you there are some great stories of people people in the past that have experimented on themselves. I bet you those are some people who are deeply committed to the cause, whatever that cause may be. 
I mean, what's his name who came up with the acid LSD? He experimented on himself. He was his own. Did Timothy Leary come up with acid? It was not Timothy Leary. Okay, good, good. (laughs) The stand-up comedian? No, but like uh, like Mangala, you know. It's kind of some pussy shit doing it on other people. Do it on yourself. You know what I mean? If you're really committed to it, do it. To, I'm calling you out, Mangala. Well, first he can't hear you. Uh, finally, <laughs> finally, somebody has the guts to stand up to Mangala. I appreciate that about Which this podcast. Which of you is going to stand with me? <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you guys were such big fans. No, okay. This is going into uh, it. Where, right. where are you going? Let's bring it back. I was talking shit about him. Let's bring it back. For anybody who doesn't know, Mangala, what was his nickname? Like the angel of death, basically. He was somebody who did unspeakable things during the holocaust which yeah. was a a time where unspeakable things were being done he was known for doing even more unspeakable sure. he was in charge of boots on the ground making these things happen day by day so i make that right from the middle lane not affecting anybody going on about my merry way with a big smile on my face and i get a honk i get mm. a honk from mm. the person in the right turn lane now no big deal continued on my way What's going on there? What is that energy? Maybe he was just saying hi and hey, honk, I'm sorry I got in your way. This is Miami, Tyler. Nobody says hi. Ah, but that's perspective we're talking about. You create your own reality and you, sir, creating a bit of a negative reality. You don't think that that was an aggressive, hey, I told you to stay back there. Oh, I know it was. I'm just saying you can choose to see it as a friendly. Hey, honk, good to see you, buddy. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) How's your mom? Uh, That's great, but it had to me, and I appreciate the way that you're framing it, Mm -hmm. and maybe you could do the same with this story because it had the same energy as I'm a bartender, have been for a long time, and especially back in the day, I always got offended when I would go, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? And you would say, two Miller Lights. Like, you completely bypass the human interaction. You are my beverage disbursement robot. Mm -hmm. Bring me my suds, boy. Sure. And so that really used to get to me. My suds. My suds. To me. Where's my booze? If somebody ever called it suds, I would go somewhere else for my beer. Tyler, you don't go to the right tavern. I do I will not. tell you that. I do not. So I would always go, sure, I'll get you your beers. How you doing? Mm-hmm. And that was a way of kind of engaging people. And, and, and the thing is, you say engage, I say challenge. Here's my point <laughs> is I think often when people are rude, it's not because they dislike you. It's not because they want to show you what's up. They're just not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. You are the one who is taking it as, why would he do this to me? Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, it has nothing to do with you. Sure. But one time I did that, I said, oh, I'll grab you those beers. How you doing today? And this man looked at me from across the bar and said, <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> and I was checkmated. Oh, you, you lose. Spiritually, <laughs> emotionally, physically, and I tucked my tail and I went and I got those damn beers. Oh, Tyler. for sure. You take the L in that situation. Same energy as that guy who honked at me as I turned from the middle no. lane. Oh, yeah. No. I, I assume oh. it was the same person. There can't be two of them's. Where's my beer? <laughs> Where's my son's boy? Yeah, that's a that's a tough situation. Yeah, whatever. I got over it. It really wasn't that big a deal. We need content. Now, Tyler. Plus, you got him drunk. <laughs> the guy at the at the right turn. <laughs> so, Tyler, um, I have two hear ye, hear ye's today. I don't want to clog up the show. We've got too many things going on, but I know for that 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 segment specifically, it requires you to get up there. You're a integral part of the open. So let's kind of, I did it to myself. I did it the first time and it just became like my thing during this. I've done this to myself. (laughs) Don't you want to be part of the show, Tyler? So let's warm you up. Let's knock one out right here. I've always wanted to throw it to you, but then there's that voice in the back of my mind. Just so I know you can't make it his problem. You've done this to yourself. Tyler, this is your time to shine. (laughs) Let's do here. You hear you. Don't, ah. don't point at your Herald. He knows what to do. That tickles me deeply, my Miami <clears throat> Herald. Now tell them what Hear Ye, Hear Ye is and get ready because I've got a real one coming later. This one's real, but it's just I'm warming up our juices, Tyler. Well, first of all, Hear Ye, Hear Ye is a terrifying prospect of when we start doing these live. Uh, I'm going to have to do that in front of an audience. And I'm going to have to get one of those big, giant, long trumpets. <laughs> big with bugle? The, yeah, with the, with, the, with the flag hanging from it. 
<laughs> uh, what hear ye, hear ye is, is honestly, you guys can't be trusted to, At to, all. to govern yourselves. So hear ye, hear ye is when we go in and we set a new rule for your life because it's just going to make it better. For society. And, and again, these aren't things that I'm just pulling off the, the shelf and, and dusting off and saying, you will live this life. I have experienced this myself. I have learned a lesson and I don't want future generations to do the same thing. We know what's best for you. And this is going to be tough for you, Tyler. And I, I hate to do it. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, I may have to retract everything I just said. No more video games, Tyler. Puh. Tyler, Puh. Tyler, listen to me. Puh. Listen to me. Puh. No more video games. They're too good, Tyler. Mm. They're too good. Mm. They're too immersive. Mm. They'll rob you of your life. They'll rob you of your motivation. Video games need to be stopped. Unless, as a matter of fact, let me change it. They can't be OTC. They can't be over the counter anymore. They have to be prescribed to you, Medicinal Tyler. video games. Yes. What are they going to be prescribing? Addiction? Um, Maybe a breakup. Or maybe you got something really heavy going on. Man, so, I went to my doctor and he gave me a handful of Oxycontin. Thanks, Doc. No, instead of doing that, we're just going to give you Grand Theft Auto 6. So you can kind of burrow into Basically a hole the same thing. for a month until you healed up and then you're back out into society. But man. what happens at the end of that month? I'm not giving up my Grand Theft Auto. Well, uh, unfortunately, we've already said it. Hear ye, hear ye. No more video games. That's... Uh Start the resistance now. I'll fight from the inside. I don't care. I'll tear uh, this down. Tyler, I... <laughs> These I, foundations mean nothing to I, me. I, <laughs> you're very hard to keep on the straight and narrow, and that's not even innuendo, Tyler, for once. I just had one last thought that okay. I'm going to throw at you. kind of right. seems nonsensical, but then I'm going to explain it to you in a way that you're going to get. Is this your second hear you hear you, or are you saving that for later? It's going to be in the show. Okay. We, how do you measure population? What's the right way to to quantify population? You're going to give me the number what? of people on earth. That's not the way that we do it, Tyler. We measure population in streetlights. When you're talking about concentrations of people. What? You've never heard. That town's so small, it's got one streetlight, Tyler. <laughs> Sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, but that's more of a metaphor. It's like how tall something is in Big Macs. We use streetlights to quantify population, and I think it's time that we notice that. Is but that an issue for me to say it out loud? It is, because you only have that one example. There is no example on the other end. Man, that city's so big, it's got like 1,200 streetlights. Tyler, you and I come from a 731 streetlight town. You don't know that? Off the cuff? I think that's a ridiculous standard, as if the, the measurement system of inches and feet and miles isn't already confusing enough. Now you want to go streetlights. Speaking of us being totally wrong in quantification, street producer Lenny reached out to me and said that the gold standard no longer exists. Our banknotes are not for gold. Oh, what are they for now? Uh, a, a fiat? Uh, Tyler, you're going to have to do your own research. A car? We're doing him off of cars? It, it, I don't believe they mean the same thing. I made the same joke, and he was disappointed. <laughs> well, now we get to share it with everybody else. Uh, we can review on that, because yeah. I want to know what happened to the gold standard. Maybe we Bring could, back the gold. We could call him up, and we could be like, hey, you. That's a good point. He hasn't been on since session 99, as a matter of fact. But who's counting? Yeah. Let's do the show.